Good Wednesday morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you this morning. Glad that you're with us today and hope you're doing well. If you have a copy of God's Precious Word, I want to encourage you today to open it up with me to John chapter 11. John's Gospel chapter number 11 today. We're going to pick up and read verse 40, 38 down through verse number 40 this morning. Let's look together in the Word of God. The Bible says in verse number 38 of John chapter 11, Jesus therefore again groaning in himself cometh to the grave. It was a cave and a stone lay upon it. Now, what we have is Jesus, Lazarus' sisters, and the Jews who had followed them were now all coming to the grave of Lazarus. As we look at this, we must consider the grave had remained undefeated since the curse of death had been placed upon man because of sin. And let me say this, old Mr. Grave had no intentions of anything being any different with Lazarus. Notice in verse 38 in your Bible again, Jesus therefore again groaning in himself. Again, the verb there, uh, it is from the root word meaning to snort as of horses. And again, horses snort and it helps them to deal with their feelings, either frustration, or nervousness, or fear. Jesus, therefore, again, groaning in himself, verse 38, cometh to the grave. That's very interesting. It was a cave, and a stone lay upon it. And now we notice that the grave was a cave. Many Bible scholars say that most common people during these days, the Bible times, and the times of Jesus were buried much like people are today. They were placed in, a, in, a, in the ground and covered up with dirt. Yet there are those who were buried in a special manner as it is also today. We know that some people choose uh, to be buried not under the ground or under the sod, but maybe in a mausoleum or a tomb such as that. And we notice this, uh, the Bible says in verse number 38, 
that Jesus was groaning in himself and he cometh to the grave, it was a cave and a stone lay upon it. Now in Israel, and especially and specifically near and surrounding Jerusalem, there were many large rocks. And in Israel, you're going to find many rocks. Some of them were natural caves and some were hewn out of rocks for burial purposes. This cave had a stone closing it off to keep actually other creatures out. And we would think about that. And that was the reason why it was sealed to keep uh, the odor in and any animals or any kind of critters out of the tomb. Verse number 39 of John 11, Jesus said, take ye away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, said unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead four days. You see, Jesus commanded them to remove the stone. Now, I'm going to say this. Jesus could have, by his own power, removed the stone. He could have moved it himself with his own power, by his spoken word, if he had so chosen, chosen to do that. But his intention was having them to roll the stone away. Why was that? Well, let's notice what the Bible says again in verse number 39. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead for four days. Now, no doubt about it. Those who walked up to that tomb and rolled that stone away, they smelled the odor. I don't mean to be gross, but four days uh, being deceased in that climate without embalming would definitely, you would be able to know that there was a dead body in that tomb. And those people who removed the stone had no doubt about it. Lazarus was dead in the grave, and his body was omitting those terrible decay odors. And think about that. Another proof that Lazarus was dead. He was not swooning. He was not just unconscious, merely sick and placed in that tomb. Lazarus was graveyard dead in that tomb. Martha was not really expecting the Lord to resurrect her brother. And this was just uncalled for, to roll away the stone. How offensive that must have been to think about the odor that would come forth. And But she did know the power of death's grip. Her faith was seemingly overshadowed by the current situation. And you know what? I find myself sometimes in that same situation. Sometimes it seems like my faith is overshadowed by my circumstances. But I want to tell you, God is faithful. And we need to learn that. In verse number 40 of John 11, the Bible says, Jesus saith unto her, said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. I love that verse. You see, Jesus reminds Martha now that faith in God is absolutely essential. This entire event was for the glory of God to be revealed, that Jesus might be glorified. As we read this now, we should give glory and praise and worship to the Lord Jesus. Let me say it this way. No matter what you're going through, 
Jesus is the answer. Keep your faith in him. Don't let your circumstances be overshadowed. Don't let your faith be diminished by that which is going on around you. Keep the faith in Jesus. First Peter chapter number one, verse seven, eight, and nine. I'm going to read this in closing this morning. That the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom, having not seen, ye love, in whom, though now you see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of of your souls. Can I say this to you and I? It, it, without faith, it is impossible for us to please God. But with faith, we can do all things. And it's all about faith. We'll pick up here in verse 41 again, Lord willing, in the morning for another Bethel Baptist Bible devotion time. And until then, this is Pastor Donnie bidding you a great Wednesday. May God bless you as our prayer. Child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just reach to me, for I am the one. I am the